just heard was May Day from the album The Battle of LF by Follick. And welcome to ShimmyCast episode 25. Uh, this is a podcast for fans and dancers of Middle Eastern dance. And I'm your host, Anala Rabari. For this week's episode, we have the usual event announcements and answers to the question of the week. Um, sorry guys, we do not have an article for this week's show, but we do have two reviews and more music to make up for not having an article. Uh, the rest of the music for this week's show is from Cargo Cult and Christopher of the Wolves. Hang on, I gotta get some water. Mmm, good Arkansas tap water. <laughs> okay, um, submissions for the next article contest will be due January 1st at noon Greenwich Mean Time. All the guidelines are the same as the previous contests, and you can check those out online. Be sure to do that. And just to let you guys know, review submissions are always accepted. Um, you can send review submissions and your article contest submissions to shimmycast at gmail.com. Um, please use the subject line, either review submission or article contest. And let's get to writing, folks. Okay? I'm, I'm expecting some really good articles by January 1st, you guys. And remember, they can be personal accounts. You know, you can tell us the, about the first time you performed, how nervous you were, how great it went, what little bumps you had to get over, you know, how you overcame stage fright, you know, just anything about belly dance, either from a personal perspective or like a more academic historical perspective too. Either way, it's fine. We just want to hear what you have to say about the dance. So, enough about that. On to answers to the question of the week. So we have answers to do you use a dance name and why. First four weeks from West Valley, Utah, posted on the message board. No dance name yet. As my forum name implies, I'm new at this. I completely understand taking your time and choosing one, though. Sure, you can change it later if you change your mind. But deep down, it will always be your real dance name, if you know what I mean. At least that's how my mind tends to work. And I have to say, first four weeks, that was exactly my feeling. You totally understood what I was saying in last week's show about having that list of 89 names. Then I was going to pick the right one right off the bat. Okay, so next we have answers to who are some of your favorite dancers uh, on local and national and international level. So, uh, first four weeks, again, she's from West Valley, Utah, posted. Well, nationally and internationally, it would have to be Rachel. Of course, everybody loves Rachel. <laughs> Locally, I like the Cashmar Dance Company. I couldn't pick out one I like better than the other. They're all really good. I may be biased, though. I did just start taking lessons from them last month. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it it would be terrible if you guys weren't saying that, you know, the troupe that you take from or your dance instructors or whatever weren't part of your favorite listings because otherwise, why would you take from them? <laughs> Rebecca from the Washington, D.C. area posted, Bozinka of the Belly Dance Superstars is by far my favorite belly dancer. Actually, seeing a clip of her perform at the Belly Dance Superstars in 2004 is what inspired me to try belly dancing for myself. <clears throat> she dances with a fantastic combination of muscular precision and grace. Another one of my favorites is Amar Gamal. Her shimmies are fantastic. In terms of local dancers here in Washington, D.C., I have to recommend the Rock Sahara Dance Troupe. I take classes at their studio. See another person plug in their own class, people? Sahara Dance and members of their troupe perform regularly at various restaurants in the area. I highly recommend them for any of my fellow dancers visiting the nation's capital. Rebecca. So you heard it straight from Rebecca. That's who you need to go see if you're in D.C. And then I got an email from Jenny in Rome City, Indiana. Anala! She put like four exclamation points. How do you do it? What a great show. So much into so little time and such great information. My favorite belly dance superstar. Probably Jillian. I've seen her and Rachel Bryce. Besides catching various bits of the others on YouTube. I really like Rachel too, and I enjoy her incorporation of yoga into her DVD lessons. I have both their DVDs as well as one from Nina and Vi Nina and Vina, who are fun to watch too. Oh, that's right. There is a dancer on that DVD in the features section. If you happen to have the DVD, the first dancer in the blue costume is so good and great to watch. Very expressive. The music is perfect, too. Locally, the main troupe I've seen is Zawina and troupe Talaba. I've seen them on more than one occasion and have never been disappointed. Zawina has moved out to Oregon, but still stays in close contact. And she left a URL link. I like all the dancers in the troupe, but Jordana is my teacher right now. I love to watch her dance. I also enjoy the way Shushkwa dances. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. <laughs> How much fun this all is. It was great to hear about your troupe giving a presentation at the health seminar. I can attest to the health benefits of belly dancing. Simply the fact that it is a fun way to move in a low-impact style. And, as we all know, if it's fun to do, we are more likely to do it. I look forward to my class every week. Again, thanks for the great show. Well, thank you for that email, Jenny. And um, thank you for all the compliments on the show. It's nice to, to hear that it's being appreciated because I do put a lot of effort into the show. And uh, later on in the show, I'm going to tell you... Um, tell all of you how our presentation at the health seminar went. For now, though, I'm going to answer uh, the question about favorite dancers myself. And there are just currently so many dancers out there that I really like. Um, locally, I really like Kitty Sparkle of Tulsa, Oklahoma, as well as Lalique from Tulsa. 
I was very impressed with Midnight Flame from North Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, I also like Yasmin from Springfield, Missouri. Oh, and Plenty Mystique of Hot Springs, Arkansas. They're really cool, too. They do some fantastic stuff. And, of course, I love the ladies in my own troupe, my ear a wall here in Springdale, Arkansas. Um, they're just, they're fantastic. And at rehearsals the other day, I was really tired, so I had to sit down and just watch them as they went through the whole show one more time. And it was really cool because it had been a long time since I had sat down and actually just watched them dance. And I had forgotten how entertaining they are to watch. So I suggest to everyone out there, if you haven't sat down and watched your troupe dance in a while, take the time to do that. Get impressed by your own troupe again. It's it's quite a refreshing outlook to be reminded of, oh yeah, that's why I joined this group. Because they're freaking awesome. <laughs> so some of the more popular dancers... Um, on a more national and international level, of course, Princess Faharna. She is just amazing. Her stage presence, she just glows when she's on stage. And her flundulations with the the belly flutter incorporated into undulation, those things knock your socks off. They're just, it's, it's awesome. I really like Ansuya, which I have to say it's kind of funny. I didn't like her to begin with. <laughs> When I when I saw her in the first Belly Dance Superstars um, solo DVD, I didn't really like her all that much because I was like, "Good Lord, does this girl never smile?" And then I saw her in the um, Follies Brugere DVD in front of a live audience, and I was like, "Okay, that's what she's really like as a dancer." So if you've only seen her in that one solo thing. Don't judge her by that. She's 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 far more entertaining in front of a live audience, in my opinion. And um, I really like Rachel Bryce too. And she's she's another one that had to grow on me. Actually, I know a lot of you tribal people out there are probably just like oh, Anola, but yeah, she she had to grow on me. And I I think probably it's because I haven't had a lot of exposure to tribal style. There's no one in this in my area that is really doing tribal style. So she was the first one I really kind of saw. And the more I see her and other tribal dancers, the more I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm getting it and I'm liking it. So calm down. I've seen the light. Rachel is good. It's all goodness and loveliness with the Rachel. Um, I also really love the Spanish flamenco infused piece that Amara Gamal and Keshi Chai um, do together. That is just so, it's such a lovely routine. I'm just like, oh, I want to dance like that. And I'm really, really impressed by the double veil routine that Petite Jamila does on the Follies Berger DVD too. And I, I watch her do that and I'm like, I want to be able to manipulate veils like that. Can I learn to do that at some point in my life? Just once? Can I do something like that? So, yeah. Anyway, those are my recommendations of dancers and troops to go see.
And now your ShimmyCast news. November 8th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in Madison, Wisconsin. November 9th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in Grand Rapids, Michigan. November 10th, the 5th Icelandic Belly Dance Contest in Reykjavik, Iceland. November 10th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in Royal Oaks, Michigan. November 10th through 12th, Rachel Bryce and Keshi Chai in performance and workshops in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. November 11th, Jamila will have workshops in Halifax, England. November 11th, Gypsy Fire will be performing at Tulsa Expo Fairgrounds in Tulsa, Oklahoma. November 11th, Carnival of the Stars in Hayward, California. November 11th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in New Albany, Indiana. November 11th, Dancing with Fans in Dells Ford, Victoria, Australia. November 11th through 12th, Susanna Del Vecchio Workshops in Richmond, Virginia. November 11th through 12th, Mara of Las Vegas will be having workshops in Lima, Peru. November 11th through 12th, Ultra Gypsy will be having workshops in London, England. November 11th through 12th, Tribal Pura Workshop in Washington, D.C. November 12th, Jamila will have workshops in Gainsborough, England. November 12th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in Cincinnati, Ohio. November 12th, Jillian of the Belly Dance Superstars will have a workshop in New Albany, Indiana. November 12th, Zoe of the Belly Dance Superstars will have a workshop in Cincinnati, Ohio. November 12th, Fall Gala Cabaret in South Orange, New Jersey. November 12th, Soulfire Belly Dance Academy presents Sands, Swords, and Sequins in Queensland, Australia. November 12th, Night of the Harem in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. November 14th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. November 15th through the 17th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing at various locations in New York State. November 17th through 18th, Ida Noir in Copenhagen, Denmark. November 18th, 30th Annual Celebration of Dance in Peoria, Illinois. November 18th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in Munchen, New Jersey. November 18th, Medsock presents Artemis Murat in workshop and show in Louisville, Kentucky. November 18th, Julian of the Belly Dance Superstars will have a workshop in Comac, New York. November 18th through 19th, Suhelia Salampour workshops and gala in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. November 18th through 19th, Zoe of the Belly Dance Superstars will have workshops in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. November 18th through 19th, Shauna Ray and Ariel will be teaching tribal fusion and gothic belly dance in Bedford, Texas. November 18th through 19th, Dance of Colors Festival in Queensland, Australia. November 19th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing in Newtown, Pennsylvania. November 19th, a team of the Belly Dance Superstars will have a drum workshop in Bordentown, New Jersey. November 20th through the 27th, the Nile Group Oriental Dance Festival in Cairo, Egypt. November 21st through 24th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be performing at various locations in Quebec and Ontario, Canada. November 24th, Belly Dance Hofla in Victoria, Australia. 
November 25th, Tribal Evolution will perform at Stratos in Dallas, Texas. November 25th, Doombeck with Rayquette Danzinger in Cincinnati, Ohio. November 25th through 26th, there will be various belly dance superstar workshops in New York State, Ontario, Canada, and Virginia State. November 27th, the belly dance superstars will be performing in Annapolis, Maryland. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week, and as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. This week's first review is Belly Dancing Basics by Laura A. Cooper, and it is reviewed by Anala Rabari. This book has eight chapters and a resource section. All the chapters are short and even subdivided into smaller sections, making the book a quick read and easy to find a stopping place if needed. Like most books, it starts with the history and origins of the dance. It then covers how to get started, such as what to wear, how to relax, and how to select music. The next chapter goes into more details, such as how to count music, posture, and warm-ups. Chapter 3 covers basic moves. Chapter 4 focuses on the art of veil work. Chapter 5 features the sword. Chapter 6 highlights Isis swings. Chapter 7 covers candles, cane, and zills. And Chapter 8 discusses performance topics such as stage fright, costumes, makeup, repertoire, and etiquette. The book concludes with a resource section that suggests books, vendors, music, classes, and dancers. I think this is an excellent book to cover the basics of the dance. The moves that it covers are broken down in easy-to-understand language and a number of photos. For instance, wrist circles are broken down into seven steps, and there is a photo to accompany each step, and that's how all the moves are broken down. I also think the book does an excellent job of featuring all types of women in the photos. There's the pregnant woman, senior citizens, uh, women of all sizes and all ethnicities. And the variety of costumes used is stunning. I do have a few criticisms. Even though a number of props are covered in this book, tips on how to select props to buy, how to make them, and how to take care of them are not included in the chapters. Which these are some important things to know before you start prop work. I also feel that candles cane, and zills should have been covered in individual chapters with more information included on each rather than being lumped into one chapter. But I remind myself that as the title clearly states, this is a book on belly dancing basics. And in my opinion, just by including props, it delivers more than the title promises. This book will be a great beginning to any dance library. this week's uh, second song is re-entry from the album Vibrant by Cargo Cult.
emails and feedback. Um, first, I want to thank you guys who emailed me uh, back about um, the events listing section in the podcast. Uh, most of you said, you know, you really liked it and you really thought it was a, an important resource for you. And after talking to some of you, what I have decided to do from now on, I'm going to try to put a lot more of like the belly dance superstar performances together. If you noticed this week in the events listings, I said stuff more like this date to this date, the belly dance superstars will be performing at various locations in this state or in this country. And I think I'm going to start doing that more often because I think you guys are all aware of the belly dance superstars and their websites and are probably a little more familiar with their touring schedule. And I really like the idea of making their listings a little more concise so that I can then list more lesser known events for you guys. And I think it is just a little more fair if I concentrate a little less on the belly dance superstars during the events and a little more on some lesser known groups and troops and events because those are probably the ones that really need help publicizing their events more than the belly dance superstars. So I hope you all um, are okay with that decision and hopefully you'll actually like that decision because, you know, it means that your organization is probably going to get mentioned a lot more. (laughs) And it also means that you'll probably be told about a lot more stuff that you probably wouldn't know about otherwise. So I hope that's a good compromise for everybody. And then um, first four weeks in Utah posted on the blog. I love this week's podcast. The chipmunk music was a little distracting though. Okay, it was distracting the first time, amusing thereafter. Perhaps you need to check your playback speed. You won't see this post on the blog anymore. Um, Yeah, there was a problem with the songs last week, and as soon as I discovered the problem, which was about the same time that she posted this on the blog, um, I temporarily took down the show and fixed the songs and everything, and then I reposted it as a new... Uh, post, which is why this comment of hers isn't on there anymore. Um, So I'm sorry I didn't catch it sooner and that I published the show without realizing there was that mistake in it. And if you experience the songs at chipmunk speed, I'm really, really sorry. Um, I think there was maybe only like 19 of you who downloaded it before I caught it and took it down and refix, you know, fixed it. So, um, if you need to feel free to go back and re-download the show, um, episode 24, the songs are all corrected now and everything. And I know first four weeks, uh, posted again after I corrected it. She, she thanked me for fixing it and everything and said that she was still going to hang on to the chipmunk songs because they were amusing. <laughs> So, um, if you wanted amusing chipmunk songs, uh, sorry <laughs> if you missed out on that. Because <laughs> those are no longer available. <laughs> if you really want them, ask first four weeks. 
And I would also like to say that First Four Weeks has been doing a great job on the message board, uh, recommending music and posting recipes for dishes to take to Hofla's. So if you guys haven't been checking out the message board like in the past two weeks, you should really go do that because there are some yummy recipes on that board that she posted. I've already tried them. And they were yummy. I'm telling you guys. I've been talking about food a lot lately. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, enough about food. Um, if you have any more comments or suggestions or feedback, um, I'm being really silly tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I think it's because I'm a little out of schedule. It's Tuesday, and I normally record the show Monday night, and it's Tuesday night because I'm, like, hurrying around trying to get ready for my trip to Chicago and like make sure the house is all ready for my house sitter and everything that's coming. <laughs> so things are just a little wacky <laughs> right now <laughs> in my house. And um, I'm actually kind of sitting in a pile of laundry while I'm <laughs> recording this. Because <laughs> it's like, oh no, I had to pack to go and everything I want to take is dirty. So I had to hurry up and do laundry. <laughs> so anyway, back to how to send us feedback. Okay. Email to shimmycast at gmail.com. Post on the forum board, uh, which you can find on the blog at shimmycast.blogspot.com. There's a little link on the right. Uh, you can post a comment on the blog if you'd like. I do read those. Um, you can send an audio. Just click on that little pretty icon on the blog and use the mic in your computer to record something and then vote for us on podcast alley or podcast pickle and leave reviews on itunes and sign up on the frapper map and just get involved let me know you're out there and you're listening and you like the show So before we get into the second review, I wanted to tell you guys how my troops' performance at the Silver Summit Conference on Aging went. That was this past Saturday, November 4th. Um, and I wasn't sure where else to put this in the show, so it's going here. <laughs> um, the presentation and performance itself went really well. Um, a few of our members need to practice on how to use a microphone if they're holding it themselves when speaking. Really, again, how often do we actually do more than dance? I mean, most of the time we aren't talking. We're just out there dancing. So you can't fault them for that. I will say what surprised me the most about the whole thing was some of the reactions we got from other conference participants. Um, these were people who were there to present or... um vendors who were set up for the conference. We arrived early so we could see the space where we would be presenting and performing. And of course, we were in full costumes at this point, but we had cover-ups on. And um, part of the conference was set up kind of like a health fair with different booths and health vendors. And we had to walk through this part to get to the performance area. And on several trips, through the booths between the performance area and the lobby and restroom area, I was stopped by various people who wanted to make comments. Once a woman stopped 
and said that she was glad we were finally there because she and her female friends were tired of hearing the men who were working the booths, manning the booths, asking when the dancing girls were going to arrive. And she said um, that the women were finally at the point where they were all asking each other why there wasn't going to be entertainment for the female workers there. And of course, without thinking, I just responded, what are you trying to say? It's not like we're some female version of the Chippendales. However, the woman had moved off by then and didn't even hear that I had said that. We also got a a lot of men coming up to us asking if we were the dancing girls, which was kind of funny to me on, on two ways. One, who else would show up dressed in these kind of outfits that we were in that were like, you know, nothing but like coins and beads and making all kinds of jingly jangly noise? I mean, I really kind of wondered if we had just looked at him and went like, whatever do you mean? Am I one of the dancing girls? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> I, I kind of wonder what they would have said if we were like, why are you asking me if I'm some dancing girl? And then I just, I was really kind of thrown off by the whole dancing girl phrase. That, that kind of caught me off guard too. And, um, oh my gosh, there was even one man. This, this was the worst. He offered to join us so he could introduce us. And he said, I'll do something like this. Come one, come all, see the dancing girls from ancient India, see them wiggle, see them giggle, see them even crawl on their bellies like snakes. And, you know, it was at that point when he started talking about the crawling on the bellies um, that he really offended me. And he actually offended the six-month pregnant dancer with me way before the whole snake thing. And, um... It was the mother-to-be who spoke, who spoke up first, and she said, I've never crawled on my belly even before I was six months pregnant, and I'm sure as heck not going to start now. And she just walked off, and the look on the man's face was priceless because you could tell he thought he was just making some really funny joke. And then he got really embarrassed because... One, it wasn't taken as a joke, and two, I could tell that he was embarrassed because he didn't realize that he was talking to a pregnant woman. (laughs) And it was really funny because it was just like the look of horror that came across his face when he realized he had made a comment like that to a pregnant lady, which is really funny. Uh, And then, and, and I must say... I'm just not sure what I was expecting people to say to us. Um, The ladies in the bathroom when we were doing last minute costume and makeup checks, they were really very gracious and kind. And they were asking, you know, when were we performing? And they were wanting details about our classes. They were asking us about our costumes. They were asking us about our dance backgrounds, like how long we had been dancing and everything. But then in the larger room, it was all, oh, the dancing girls this, and oh, the dancing girls that. And I have to say, I have never been called a dancing girl before. 
And it felt a little weird. Because you could just tell they meant something a little off about it. It wasn't the same as, oh, look at the ballerina. Or, oh, look at the tap dancer. You know, it was the dancing girls, if that makes any sense. So that that really was just kind of like weird. And it was really a different experience for me. Uh, we mostly perform at community festivals and events. And reactions there are usually, that was so beautiful. You look wonderful. Where can I learn to do that? Where do you get your costumes? Oh, it was so fantastic. I could watch you guys all day. You know, things of that nature. So I have to say I was caught off guard that the reactions at a more upscale event would be a little more negative. And one of our troop members even works for one of the medical clinics that help organize the conference. And some of her immediate supervisors made the remarks that they didn't want the fact that she worked there to be called to attention which really irritated her because the main people in charge of the whole event and who organized the whole event and who are in charge at the clinic that she works at, like the, the top dogs at that clinic, are students of our troop, and they're the ones who asked us to perform. And I guess you just have to love the middle management's concerns about appearances or something. But I will say, you know, things ended really well, though. Um, the section of our performance where we went out into the audience and taught some moves was um, the featured part of the conference on the TV news report that night. There was a lot of film footage of us um, dancing and teaching the audience how to dance. And the ladies who ran the Speaking of Women's Health booth were really nice to us, and they made it a point of coming and asking us to come by their booth and get goodie bags from them and letting us know that they were doing free bone density screenings, which was really cool. My bone density is just fine, by the way. <laughs> Go get that checked out if you can. It's very important, ladies, to know about your bone density with all the osteoporosis stuff going around. Or that, well, it doesn't really go around. It's not like it's contagious, but that can develop. So I, I'm really, I'm glad to say um, that it ended so well, even if the start was a little rough and a little um, out of the ordinary for most of our performances. And um, for those of you interested, um, photos will be added to my troop website um, pretty soon, like, Probably, hopefully, by the end of next week. Um, I'm the one who takes care of our troop website as well. So, you know, I'm going to be out of town and trying to do this, sh this show and thing going out of town and everything. So, maybe by next week they'll be up <laughs> if you're interested. And there's a link uh, on the blog to my troop website for those of you who want to see. <laughs> This week's second review is of the DVD, Tribal Fusion Belly Dance, Yoga, Isolations, and Drills, a Practice Companion with Rachel Bryce, reviewed by Anala Robari. This DVD has an introduction by Carolina Noricchio, creator of American Tribal Style Belly Dance. 
It has three different workout options in 15-minute increments in which you can turn the instruction on or off. It has a three-minute bonus performance of Rachel Bryce and outtakes from Carolina's introduction, as well as information on other belly dance superstar products and merchandising. Carolina's introduction gives a brief history of American tribal style dance and segues into information from Rachel on the program, such as supplies needed for the workouts. This includes basic yoga supplies, such as a map, blocks, and a blanket. The workouts themselves are great. I love that you have three 15-minute increment options so you can always fit some workout into your busy schedule. When I first got this DVD, I felt that Rachel talked very fast while trying to explain some of the yoga poses in the warm-up section, and it was hard for me to follow. However, about the fourth viewing, this was no longer a problem. Also, if you aren't used to doing yoga, you may think some of the positions are impossible. Be sure to be patient with yourself and don't push yourself to stretch further than you are comfortable with. After the warm-ups, she, she starts each belly dance move at a slow speed and then increases the speed as the workout continues. Again, you may have problems processing the instructions at the speed she gives them for the first few viewings. And each workout option ends with a set of yoga cooldowns. The 15-minute workout covers hip lifts, stepping hip lifts, hip drops, stepping hip drops, chest lifts, and chest down-to-stomach undulations. The 30-minute workout has a slightly different warm-up and builds on the previous workout by doing all the previous moves and adding chest drops, stomach-to-chest undulations, pelvic tucks, and hip circles. The cool-down is also slightly different. The 45-minute workout has the same warm-up as the 30-minute one, and it includes all the previous moves covered except for the hip drops. And it introduces the moves of combining chest lifts with chest drops and vertical ribcage figure eights. The cool-down is slightly different from the other two routines. So as you can see, each successive workout builds on the previous shorter workout. My main criticism about the DVD is more info on optional moves and positions. Bryce does a really good job of saying, if you have weak wrists, do this. Or if you're new to yoga, stay in this position and do not go on to the next. I like that she does this, but I wish the production had taken it a bit further. She does not always demonstrate the optional pose or move, and when she does, it goes by very fast. I wish they had thought to have more people in the room who could continue to demonstrate the optional beginner moves while Bryce went on to the more advanced moves. Also, I wish that there were chapter selections within the workout programs. There are times when I would just like to practice certain moves, and it would be nice to go directly to that section of the DVD rather than having to fast forward. And finally, when Rachel is doing hip work, such as lifts, drops, or circles, she is doing these really nice hand movements that I think are wrist circles, but they look nothing like mine. And I think it would be nice if she took a few seconds to explain what she's doing with her hand movements, because they are so beautiful. 
The camera work during each workout routine is great, giving you a variety of close-ups and full image shots at appropriate intervals and lengths. The setting of the DVD is the dance studio in front of a mirror, which is really nice as you can see different angles at the same time. The background music during the warm-ups is from the Tribal Metamorphosis CD by Pentaphobe, which I really like. And the workout music is from Asim Hossein, which I'm, I also really like. He's the drummer with the belly dance superstars. The bonus performance piece is hard to critique. There are a lot of severe cuts and changes in camera angles, which makes it hard to follow the motion of the dance. However, these artistic cuts and angles do flow with the movement of the music, even if they make it hard to watch the dancing. I think the main thing a potential viewer needs to know is that you do not need to be a tribal dancer to benefit from this DVD. These are basic moves that all dancers need to know, and everyone needs to repetitively practice these moves as they are done in this program in order to help you learn these moves. I will also say that you do not need to know yoga to use this DVD either. These movements are fairly simple and easy to pick up, and they make for wonderful warm-ups and cool-downs. If you find that you have a hard time practicing your moves over and over and you need a little encouragement to do so, I think this just might be the DVD you need in your library. So I hope you all enjoyed this show um, as short though it may be. <laughs> um, I'm really sorry, guys. Um, this is just all I had time to get together for you this week. With all the stuff that I'm doing, trying to get ready to go out of town and the house that are coming and laundry and taking care of the dog and everything. Um, <laughs> it's just been a whirlwind. I do want to let you guys know that I am currently working on two new articles for the show. One on dance names, which we've talked about a little bit earlier. And the second on Isis Wings. And I'm also prepping seven interviews for the show. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Which um, is why I'm kind of glad coming up in the next few uh, weeks we're going to be switching to a show every other week because I think that'll give me a little more time to get these interviews done and worked on and um, also finish researching and writing these articles for you guys. Trust me, it'll be well worth the wait. Um, for now though, it's time for the question of the week, which is how did the dance affect your lifestyle? What are you doing differently now than you did before you danced? Or what are you still doing that you did before? You know, just let us know. Has, has learning to belly dance affected your lifestyle at all? And if so, how? To answer, you can send an email to shimmycast at gmail.com or go to our forum board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. And if any of you listeners are new, feel free, answer the previous questions. We'll share them on air, no matter how old they are. They're all there on the forum board for you to see. And then finally, it's time for the third, that's right, the third music pick of the week. This song is Lavina Rising from the album Samadhi 
by Christopher of the Wolves. I hope you all enjoy, and until next week, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com. And be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.